Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. So good to be back with everybody. I hope everyone is feeling fine. We are uh, streaming live on my Patreon right now. So if you are a subscriber, um, then you can watch these interviews. You can actually watch and see what I do these days. I'm letting you, I'm letting you in. I'm pulling back the curtain uh, because uh, why the fuck not? You know what I mean? So, and also... I mean, it's $5 a month to support a queer person making content, giving you something to watch and uh, to appreciate, we hope. Also, real quick, I don't know, it worked with the Gay Power Half Hour, so I'm going to try to see if I can uh, work it now. I'm bullying you. I'm officially bullying you, listeners, to go to the iTunes page of the Tony Soto Show and subscribe to it, rate the show, and leave a comment. I'm officially bullying you. Because uh, apparently it really does help that the more people that engage that and say, hey, we like the Tony Soto show, then uh, I don't know what I get. I don't know what I get. Toaster ovens. Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe a membership to a bathhouse. I don't know, but I'll take it. I want whatever's coming to me. Um, so, yeah, I was just actually talking with uh, my guest before we started recording today because I was... Uh, saying, I'm going to let you in. I'm going to let you in to some, on some personal shit here real quick because um, I make no secret that I am a bachelor, that I like being a bachelor, that I like to live alone, that I don't like to share my space, and I'm not really trying to marry up anybody. So uh, this actually really does open up the, the, the playing field when it comes to men. It really does. It really does. If you are willing to overlook every single one of your, of their problems, because you have no intention on uh, marrying them, man, you can fuck a lot of people. It's amazing. It really is. But I'll tell you, I'm not a dumb person. You know, she's not a stupid gal. She knows, she knows things. She knows uh the world around her she can see red flags i can see them i'm aware of a red flag i know when there is one on the field but because i'm not like oh i sure hope this person becomes my husband meh, i don't care you know i don't care it's like all right great yeah 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 no oh you're emotionally unattached oh great great oh you're codependent with your friends oh cool 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 oh you have toxic relationships with your family with your family me too <laughs> who doesn't oh i'm having my coffee y'all i'm having my coffee today um oh my god i didn't even set a timer for this we're just going willy-nilly i'm just acting like i uh don't know how to do a show um so yeah so basically currently I'd like to say that I am actively juggling a couple of red flag boys. That's right. That's what I call them. Red flag boys, because I'm aware of them. I see them, but also I want to see their penises. You know what I mean? Like, is that wrong? Is that me? Is that, is that whatever, whatever. Listen, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about, uh, Maybe it's the new variants coming out of China and China being shut down again uh, because uh, um, I'm feeling randy and ready to go. Like, I want to be out on the town. I want to be, but sleazy. You know, I'm trying to go, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to go to the bars, though. You know, that's exhausting. It's exhausting. Um, can I switch gears real quick and, uh, and be a bro? Because... Um, I don't know if any of my listeners give a shit or care or uh, even follow football, but uh, I follow it enough. You know what I mean? I'm from the Midwest. I've, I've, you know, I've gone to football games. Like I, I understand the, uh, I, I understand the uh, passion behind a, a, a sporting event. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, but there's this football player that uh, the straights and uh, all other sports fanatics alike. Um, put on this pedestal, and his name is Tom Brady. He's a Trump supporting cheater. Uh, he's, I mean, he's documented cheating, like like playing football, and is a Trump supporter. 
uh, married to Giselle. Giselle, a very fabulous uh, model. Well, this uh, pathetic, pathetic man is well into his 40s at this point. And uh, is like, I'm retiring from football. And then two months later, he's like, I'm not retiring from football. And it's like, bitch, no one cares about you. Like, honestly, if all you, you have a supermodel as a wife. Uh, what the fuck is so wrong with your life that you have to keep going? And I, here's the thing, fine, go play football. But this is my message to all the other football players. Because I, I watch the Super Bowl and it's soft now. Football is soft. Those mushed up heads have made it so that football is soft. It's almost like flag football. But what I'm saying is tackle him. Tackle Tom Brady. Just tackle him. Just gun for him. Old school. Just old school. Put her out of commission because I'm like, I'm over it. I'm over. I'm over. I watch daytime TV and I'm over that being the headline. Over it. Just saying. You know what should be in the headline? Y'all, this this got me twisted. Um, uh, now, you know that uh, one of my favorite shows that I did review as well was Slag Wars um, that was uh, uh, on men.com. And, uh, you know, they have uh, the two fabulous cock destroyers. And uh, unfortunately, Sophie Anderson is in the news um, as of now. And honestly, I'm kind of a little offended that this storyline, um, like when you Google this storyline, the first magazine or the first article to come up is from hiphopmag.co. <laughs> so... And that's the first one. That's the first thing to come up. So that's what everyone is going to is hiphopmag.co. But Sophie Anderson recently, uh, now, you know, she's known for her very, very large breast augmentations. Um, and apparently she's had problems with uh, with these be before, or, or she wanted to go in and get them bigger, or I don't know, she wanted something to do with her boobs. And um, I was reading that, that she's had sepsis four times uh, as a result, I believe, of her breast augmentations. And so they, they, they weren't doing well, but to say. And so she went to the doctor and um, she had, oh my God, what was it called? Uh, necreus? Oh my God, I don't even, I, I can't read my writing, but basically the skin on her breasts is dead, dead, dead skin, just like dead skin. And the, the breast implant actually ruptured uh, and exploded out of her chest. And so she went on her social media and she showed uh, like a live video of what her breast looks like now. And I'm, I mean, I'm devastated because I really like that show. And even though I have my issues with Sophie, because I always thought that she was kind of the weakest link out of that whole thing, I mean, she summoned, she's a caring person and, uh, and she's had it. She's had, a, she's had quite an existence. She's had quite a life. So like, this is just another bad thing to, uh, to add to what's happening to her. But, but here's what I want to say. Hip hop, hip hop .co. First of all, they refer to her as a former Instagram model, uh, which former like how dare you you don't know like how dare you um and then they refer they they say that uh they say that sophie who calls herself an actress model like it's very like it's very kind of degrading the way they 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 word the article about her uh her medical issue and quite frankly it kind of sucks it sucks and it irritates me and um I mean, do better. And honestly, I think that this story needs to be covered because, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, currently uh, recapping Hot House on Out TV, and uh, one of the most fabulous contestants on that show is Miss Fantasia, and uh, I mean, she's got very large breasts, but I've heard that uh, that those that that's a very good boob job. That's a, that's a very good like what she has is a very good boob job. And that it's sturdy. I don't know. That's necessarily the, the you know the story when it comes to the cock destroyers. So I don't know. I mean, it's it it breaks my heart. Like honestly, if you have the constitution, like you should see the video. I I I mean, I what I'm hoping, what I'm hoping comes out of this from Sophie is that she realizes that 
she's much more than those tits. Um, and that she goes back to, you know, whatever she was. I mean, just, a, even, well, hell, even just a little, I mean, at this point, even a little bit smaller would be a difference because it's like, I mean, when you don't have any more skin, like that's wild. Like when your skin is so taut, it's like, nah, queen, like we can't, oh, I think that was the thing. Like she had had a procedure done. She'd had a procedure done with her, on her breasts and um, they could not sew her up because the skin was so taut. That's wild. Wow. And you know, I love a procedure. Like, you know, I love, uh, you know, I won't shy away from a needle. Like I like a good uh, filler. I like, you know, you know, do it up, but I don't know. It's like your skin is one of the, is your strongest organ, man. And the fact that like it had had enough, that's wild. Like skin can go through a lot. Uh, speaking of a lot. So uh, Florida to all my Florida listeners, do I have Florida listeners? Are you, in, are you in Florida right now and listening to the Tony Sutter show? Because if you are, why don't you go to my iTunes page and leave a goddamn comment about it? That'd be great. See, I'm going to bully. I'm going to bully. I'm just, that's, it's what I have to resort to. Um, so Florida is in the news for all the wrong reasons. We all know the, the don't say gay bill. Uh, I, I'm not sure if that has been signed by DeSantis yet, but it probably will be. I know there's some back and forth about Disney now because it's suddenly trying to get a conscience. But um, the, uh, the Florida GOP representative that wrote the bill, uh, Joe Harding, I don't know who this man is. I do not care. I find him repulsive. But... Now, and you know, I'm a staunch atheist. I have no belief in any kind of a deity and really no time to be bothered with it. Um, but if there is a God, if there is, then I think that he or she is on the side of the people who are against that homophobic bill because a tornado hit his house. That's right. That's right. All of you mystics out there and your ooh, it's a sign. Perhaps it is. And it's a good one. Although he was not in his house um, at the time. Some of his rel some of his relatives were. And for that, I'm grateful. Because you know what? Guilt by association. Um, unless you're actively speaking out against your homophobic daddy or husband or son or whatever the fuck he is. Who knows? Um, okay, so in my last couple of minutes before I go to break, you know, I have to talk about Todrick Hall. Uh, I've been very silent about Todrick Hall since this whole uh, celebrity with brother thing. And uh, I would like to preface this by saying that I do not know Todrick Hall. Um, I know people who know Todrick Hall and who have shared space with Todrick Hall and who have even worked with Todrick Hall. And I'll tell you, they're not good stories that are coming my way. They're not good stories. So if you're not knowing, if you don't know, if you don't do reality TV, I don't. I don't watch Big Brother. I don't watch Celebrity Big Brother. It's not really my judge, um, you know, because I don't like roommates. And uh, but Todrick Hall was recently on The Last Celebrity Big Brother, and she played a nasty game. Like, everyone came out and said she was a bully. Like, she, she was very manipulative. She talked about everybody. She did not care. She was the villain, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, she made it far. She made it to the end and then she ended up losing. And then as soon as she lost, she canceled all of her press events, everything, just silence, no talking about anything. And in that time, an old assistant came out and was like, I was sexually harassed by them. They, and you know, it's, it's like Todrick is notoriously known for not paying uh, his performers, allegedly. Um, so... Just a lot of stuff was, was happening at the time. And I guess she's coming out on tour soon. She's kicking off a tour because she just broke her silence recently and was like, hey, I did not cancel all of my scheduled press. <laughs> like literally, bitch, you were on a CBS show. Don't tell me that CBS wasn't sitting there being like, bitch, why aren't you doing the fucking shit? All right, you have a contract, ho. But she was like, oh, it wasn't that about that at all. It had nothing to do with the allegations. It had nothing to do with the fact that I cannot allegedly afford to pay my dancers. It was because I needed to, I needed to work on my mental health and I needed to get ready for this tour so I could like help my fans. Here's what I am tired of celebrities using your mental health. Do you think that you are the only motherfucker out here dealing with demons in your head? Get 
get over yourself. I'm tired of that being an excuse. You know what? I am dealing with mental issues, but you don't see me going around being a dick in someone's home. I don't understand. I'm telling you, there's something. There's something about like, and and I think that Todrick is a creative guy. I, I wouldn't say a genius or a savant, but I would say that he's a creative guy. Like he can come up and write a song on a whim. Like he's quick. Like he, and like, you know, but it's always the really creative ones that are the ones that you don't really want to, I mean, you'll lock your door if they're staying over. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I'm going to just be a little safety, you know, just lock that door. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do I know? Oh. Um, so. I was reading about. uh rent is is playing in the uk if you're big broadway fans i don't know are you into broadway listeners uh tell me about it you know leave a comment um because if you are into broadway uh or know about and, and maybe and, and see this story i preface this story with maybe these people who were there did seriously did not know because i worked for corporate broadway for 10 years and i will tell you they did everything they could to get every uh, every mouth breathing bus person in their theaters. Like that's why you see the the movie musicals. That's why are the musical movies or whatever they are. Like that's why that's why you see like Disney, you know, uh, Little Mermaid and all this shit. It's because they want to get the flyovers in those fucking theaters. And I'll tell you, in the UK, there was a there was a, a production of Rent happening, and an audience member or some audience members. <laughs> At some point during that play was like, this is about homosexuals. This is about homosexuals. And we, and I guess they caused a scene. I guess they got up and they were like, we didn't know this was about gays. And here's my thing before, and then we're going to go to break. We as a species have made it so that we are the most informed. We have the ability to know anything we want just by tapa, tapa, tapa. Or a bloop, 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 and we can know everything. But we're so fucking lazy that we can't even Google. Like, like the the play is about AIDS. Like, what the fuck did you think you were seeing? Like, and here's the thing: let alone if you don't like gay people, there's a good shot you don't like poor people. And if the name of the show is rent, what do you think it's about? It's not about a bunch of fucking white yuppies able to pay rent. Like, what the fuck? I digress. Well, that was fun. I hope that was fun for everyone else. I like this. It's very cathartic. I get it off my shoulders and I am ready to go. And that is how I like to live. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I had mentioned that I am recapping Hot House. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to start having some of the contestants from that show on. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Seven Deep. We'll be right back. Tony Soto Show. All right. We are back with the show. And now, listeners, I have been watching Hot House on Out TV, and I enjoy it oh, so, so much. Um, and I want to talk to people. I want to talk to the folks who are on this show. So my first guest from Hot House, we have Seven Deep. Seven Deep, where are you? Yes. <laughs> hello, hello. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Tony Soto Show, Seven Deep. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> have you done? Have you done a lot of? Have you talked to a lot of people since being on Hot House? Have people been trying to interview you? Well, I've talked to a lot of people before Hot House, but it, so it's just the regular for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's been a pandemic for a couple of years now, so I've been like doing interviews like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. Do, do do you prefer this? Do you prefer to be on Zoom, or would you rather be in person? I'd rather be in person, but Zoom is is just cool for now. But I'd rather be in person. Now you are interesting. Uh, you are an interesting add to Hot House because you're not technically a sex worker, right? Like you are no. just a. a an explicit artist you like yeah. to talk about fucking and whatnot yeah. in your music correct yes absolutely 
I mean, listen, you stood out for that reason. Cause I was, I was like, wait a minute, seven deep's a rapper. What, what else does he do? Is he in porn? Like what's going on? No. <laughs> um, but you're originally from Virginia. Yes. Yes. Please tell me as a queer black man in Virginia, how did that shape your life? So it's funny because like, all right, so there's, I wasn't around any other queer people, honestly. Like, I'm the oldest of 11. I'm adopted. So, like, growing up, I just used to say, like, I have these feelings, but I don't know, like, where to, you know, like, go for them. But I know my dad, when he knew, you know, your parents always know. My dad knew I was going to be magical. That's what I call it, magical. He put me in all, all these, like, he put me in the things I wanted to be in, drama, dance, things like that. So I think I, I, I got to experience my creativity before the whole sexuality part of it now when I went to college of course like most people <laughs> I went to college oh was that was that when it all came together <laughs> you lived, you lived your lesbian life like you you discovered yeah. in college now see I discovered it very young so I'm always interested when people discover it uh uh later on but but I love the fact that like um you were adopted into a family that was that was going to nurture stuff yeah. instead of yeah. like uh because it, they could have like pressured you to do things you didn't want to do yeah and I think they did they did that at first so you know I mean I was in sports and everything at first but I think that was their way of saying like where I'm from is is their way of saying that if we know you're going to be magical mm -hmm. you need to you need to know how to fight you need to be tough because the world and I think that that was their way of like trying to shape me for how tough the world could be. So putting sure. me in sports, putting me on organized things like football and basketball and baseball so that I would understand things like that. And I, so yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> um, you, uh, 11, you're, you're, you're the youngest of 11, you said? I'm the, I'm the oldest of you're 11. You're the oldest of the oldest 11. Of 11. That yes. is wild. Now, do you yes. have a good relationship with your family? Are you guys close knit? I I have a perfect relationship with all of my parents, honestly. Um, my adopted family, which is my family, my mom and my dad, they are perfect. You know, my, my biological mom had me at 15, so I don't think she knew. I mean, come on, 15 years old. You know and, do you, and do you have a relationship with your biological mother as well? Yes, we. Everyone, everyone is. You know, everyone is good. I have a relationship with all of my parents and all of my family. That's why I, I still count everyone. I still count all of my siblings from all of my relationships. So, well, all of their relationships. So that's why I don't count anyone out. And I, 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 it's, it's a job. It's a job. That's why I don't have any kids. It's a job. You know, <laughs> you know we're going to talk about this. We're going to put a pin okay, in we'll this because like, <laughs> well, because like I, and, and even more so now in just the few minutes that we've been talking, I think that storyline was grossly underrepresented. Oh. Because like, that's amazing. The fact that you got adopted into a family um, that supported you, and then you you got to meet your bio mom, and you have all these brothers and sisters. Do you have any other magical brothers and sisters? Or are you it? I'm it, baby. I'm it. I'm it out of all the magical brothers and sisters. I have family members, but brothers and sisters, I am the only magical one, and everyone else. I have the perfect relationship with my siblings. They all love me, and I love that's, them down. That's um, I mean, that's that's amazing to hear, because like, because, yeah. and we're gonna put a pin in it, but I want to say it really. I want to okay. get out. I feel like. What I got from uh, the the brief moment where you mentioned it on the show was that it might yeah. not have been a good experience, and we'll talk about that more. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, talk about it. Yeah. Um, now, I read that you caught the talent bug doing talent shows at school. Like, yeah. What kind of talent did you do at talent shows at school? And like, what well, grade? What grade did this start happening? So my, okay, again, so when my dad knew I was going to be magical, like uh, immediately the story is I was, I was on a football team and um, I got cracked. And when I got cracked, I was like, that's when I was like, I can't do this shit. Like, I can't do it. I don't want to, I don't want to be in football anymore. So my dad put me in uh, theater, ninth grade, he put me in theater. I went, actually went to a, like a, a school for performing arts in Petersburg. It's, so it's called Appomattox. So I went there and I, uh, yeah, I was performing drama there, but my first talent show, I, I danced. I caught the dancing bug. So I danced, I took two of my homegirls and I said, yo, let's go dance. And we danced to that. I caught the bug after that. I think so I that was the action. start. Dancing was, the, was start the start for you. Yep, dancing was the start. Um, uh, so then, so if, so when you say, so like 
did you do professional dancing or did you work in dance professionally before you transitioned to being an MC rap, rap artist? I would, yes, because I would say like, okay, so where I'm from, once I got the, the dancing bug and I'm good with kids, I, took, I started teaching dance. So oh. I started teaching like kids from like anywhere from six to like 16. I would teach them like dance and I started to put it together like a dance crew. And you know, like those competition dance groups that would go like to Atlanta and Florida to compete. Sure. I started teaching that. Yeah. I, I you could have done that with your family. You could have just put I, your whole family together and made a dance troupe out of it. Of course exactly. you're good with kids. That makes total exactly. sense that you'd be good with kids. You were dealing with 10 of them. Exactly. Exactly. So I literally just started teaching dance class. And then, uh, yeah, so after I danced and I had a couple of vid videos go viral on like YouTube and stuff like that, I, I guess I transitioned into music when I moved to LA and I've always wanted to be into music, but I never was, I never was like, my dad never put me into music. Dance was the first thing that kind of took off because I'm good at it, uh -huh. but I always wanted to be like an artist and I always wanted to make music, but I, it's like, what, what do you talk about? Because yeah. I have like, my, my range is everyone from like Britney Spears and Lady Gaga all the way to like Juicy J and like Three Six Mafia and Crime Mob. So like, I listen to everything, you know? Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, you, you definitely have poppy roots. But I mean, I also feel like there's like influences of ball seed in, in what you do. Is that is Absolutely. that anything that you like? Cause like, um, uh, I don't know. It just, it just, it just kind of reads that way for me. Well, I actually just, I'm not gonna say I just discovered but I just uh, started to become more, uh, I guess, acquainted with the ballroom scene maybe four or five years ago I mean, uh -huh. four, four or five months ago I'm a little bit lit four or five months ago so what happened was I moved to New York and I, I went to the scene and it, it, it truly inspired me on the strength of like it's so much creativity there so many people just being free and I I remember being a, like when I started creating that's what it was about for me it wasn't about who was the best it was about being free so when I went into the inside of the ballrooms community, and I yeah. saw so many people being free and so many people just living their life and not caring. It kind of inspired me. So my music since then has kind of, you know, you might hear the ha's here and there, you know, a ha here, a ha there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Now you have kind of like crisscrossed the planet, really. Um, yeah. But but in terms of where you've lived, you from Virginia, was it to Washington, D.C.? From Virginia to North Carolina. To Washington D.C. And now, were LA. you do what were at what point of your career were you when you were in D.C.? Were you already were you dancing or were you thinking already about starting to do uh, become a rapper? So D.C. I was okay. So when I was in D.C., I was in like a super like I was in a relationship, a very serious relationship, and uh, I really wasn't thinking about anything to be honest with you. But the relationship, I kind of was just like kind of zoned in on that. And then I had like a, an experience happen to me and I was like, you know, like I'm not, I'm not happy just being in this relationship, I need to live out like, what, what do I want to do on, on, on this planet? You know what I mean? And I wanted to, I've always wanted to be an artist. So then I moved to LA and that's where it all So started. being an artist is relatively new for you. Like, like coming yeah. into, coming into the music game, it, it's, it's relatively new. Now you moved to LA and I read an I read an interview you did where uh, maybe LA really wasn't that great. How long How long were you here? I was in LA for a year. A year. So so like uh, I I think I remember saying like for seven months you were quite lonely. And I rem I remember reading that being like I tell everyone that LA is a very lonely place, especially yeah. depending on where in the city you land, like. Yeah. Like if you land on a beach town, girl, people inland aren't coming to see you. If you're in right. the valley, people aren't coming up to see you. <laughs> so, right, exactly. But like, what was it? Um, how was your LA experience? Because it's a big music town. My, I mean, my LA experience showed, I guess it was a great experience because I mean, it was a bad and great. It was like pros and cons because that's why I realized that, hey, you want to, like, you're so lonely, like tap into a, a part of your creativity creativity you haven't tapped into before yeah. so that's where I did that I, uh, I moved to LA and then I got a job and I was like yo like you don't really have no friends out here you don't know anyone out here you didn't know anybody out here. out here I knew my roommate but he was so busy
be. So it was like, you know, when you become roommates with someone, it's not like that in LA. It's not like we're going to be besties. It's not I mean, like that at all. I say like, cause like I had my, I had friends in LA encouraging me to move here. But then when I moved here, it's like, I don't want to bother them. I don't want to bother exactly, them. They're all on their hustle. Exactly. They're all doing their hustle too. I can't sit here and be like, I don't know about what I'm doing. You know, you exactly. got to figure it out. You got to, you got to jump in and you figure it out. Now, then you went to Atlanta. Yeah. Moved to Atlanta and the pandemic happened. My dad lived in my dad lived in Atlanta. Then the oh, pandemic shit. happened. So you were in Atlanta during the pandemic. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was in Atlanta the week that everything shut down. I moved to Atlanta. Like it was March. I'll never forget it was March. I shot a video. And then the next week the world shut down. And we were like, what what, what the hell happened? You know, and now you're and now you're in New York. Yeah, I moved back to DC because I I do love DC. Then I moved to New York. Damn. And are you there for a moment now or, or yeah, I'm in, I'm in New York till my lease is up, you know, I'm very envious of that. I always wanted to be someone who could just get up and, and uh, move to different mm-hmm. places. And here I am, I've been in the same studio for almost eight years because I'm like, I hate moving. I just hate it. Ugh, I hate no. like, um, now let's talk about your music because okay. um. I did a little deep dive and I watched all your videos and mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're fucking beautiful first. Like you're, you're like, you. it looks like you have money, like what, like whatever that, I don't know, like how much budget or what you're doing financially <laughs> oh, thank you. for it, it, but it looks like you have money now. And I feel like in two years, there was an evolution because uh, from bang, bang mm-hmm. to hips, Mm-hmm. I feel like Bang Bang was very like, you know, mask presenting, very like, you know, maybe commercial um, for that genre. And then for your new song, Hips, which is just queer delight, just <laughs> delicious. Uh, can you tell me about that evolution? Was that always the plan to like try to get out there commercially first and then... So to be completely honest with you, when I started making music, I just wanted to have fun. Um, and like I said, like I, I embrace my masculinity and my feminine side. I, I embrace all of it. I've always have. Even before I started making music, if you see my dance videos, I was always like, uh, okay, bitch, like we see you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I will also be masculine as well. But no, so Bang Bang was definitely more commercial. It was more fun. It was more like try to make a sound. You know what I mean? So fun. Good song. It, it, was a good, it was fun, you know, and then I started to like really get into like the art of it all and what do you really want to say to the world and what do you really want to bring you know what I'm saying to the table you know what I mean so the evolution has been fun I feel like every artist needs to evolve but they only can do that within their art yeah. unfortunately sometimes we live in you know we live in times now where people want you to be amazing and perfect from the beginning yeah. but it's not about that I feel like a true artist evolves through time so now with hips even like my new song I, a new song comes on uh you said this drop tomorrow so yeah my new, my new single comes out on Friday that one doesn't even it doesn't even say he or she in it. it's really not queer it just made you a feeling oh I, I love that people to, to feel things you know what I mean so yeah as an artist I just tried different stuff because I, I was I'm totally comfortable with myself and and you get that in in uh, your your performance uh, when it comes to the music videos. I mean, honestly, they're gorgeous. They're they're they're, they're flawless to me. And I want to know, like, how much of them are you? Like, do you direct them? Like, do you write them? Or do you work in a collaborative setting? Like, what's the process? Everything is me. So from the beginning until now, every everything that you see is me. I. You know, some of my favorite artists are artists that everything is them. You know what I mean? From Lady Gaga to Beyonce to, you know, to, to Rihanna. Every, it's a big part of everything. So I, I tell people what I want. I tell the choreographer what I want it to look like. I tell the style. Well, I style myself. I tell the, the, the production company what I want. I actually sit up all night and I put together, you know, like um, a mood board. And I send it to people and I say, this is what I want. This is what I need. So it's all me. I'm, I'm just, that's me. Um, you know, you had uh, in hips, you had friend of the show, Alex, mm-hmm. little pup scritch from mm-hmm. the show Hot House. Yeah. Um, uh, did you guys did you guys hit it off? Like, are you did you guys are you guys homies? As, as soon as I, as, I mean, at the end, as soon as I met Alex, because he's such a sweetheart. As soon as I met everyone, we were locked for life. But when I met Alex, like, because he was such an overthinker. And I remember him, he was such an overthinker, like, you know, behind scenes. And I remember him thinking, like, you got it, you got, like, you got it, you're, you're perfect, you're amazing for this, you're supposed to be here. Yeah. And he just was like, 
oh. And Alex, when he seen me, uh, the first thing he said was, you know, I did my research on everybody. He was, and his exact words was, if nobody else makes it out here and does something with their life, I know you're going to be something. And that's the first thing he said to me. And I was like, uh, excuse me, you don't even know me, sir. And he was like, no, I just wanted to tell you this. So, I mean, yeah. I I uh, was watching your YouTubes and I was like, I need to send Shea Coulee these videos. Like, and it's on. like <laughs> I, I, I just I just feel like there it's a similar vibe and uh, it's really good. Like it's uh, and 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 the way that you present it with your music videos, like it's just really like super pleasing to the eye. And, uh, and I'm not a music video person, but I can appreciate one when I'm sitting down to watch it. You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. Well, listen, uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk all about Hot House because uh, that's what we're here for. We'll be back. Let's do it. Tony Soto Show. All right, we are back with the show and we have Seven Deep from Hot House on Out TV. I'm telling you, it's at least worth the free week. So go and watch it, binge it. And there's other cute stuff on Out TV too. I'm telling you, I think that they're doing their best to make quality queer content. I, I think that's true. I think, I mean, they're Canadian, so they're better than us. Let's, let's face it. Not by much, not by much. There's still a bunch of colonizers, but they are better than us. Um, so let's talk about Hot House. Um, uh, how did you hear about this show? how did you get involved with it? I was scrolling on Instagram and it said, New York, who I love, uh, and Cupcake, who I love, also an artist, um, I looking for the next queer sex symbol. So I went to the page and I, I thought that I thought they had already like found the people, you know, it was on like, you know, one of those things like shave them or whatever. And I just clicked and they were like, if you want to do it, submit. And I submitted, I submitted and within maybe five minutes, I say 10 minutes after me submitting, I got a DM from one of the producers and they were like, I love your music. And I was like, oh, you love my music? Well, love me for this show then. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then and the rest is history. But did you but did you like really know what it like like I mean that's kind of a, a broad thing. The next queer sex icon. Like yeah. Like what did you think? I knew I, I knew I knew that they were, you know, like like I tell people right now, and I think a big I think everything is about purpose and intention. So with my music, I want to let people know. I mean growing up, I felt and I was also taught that the way that my sexuality was wrong, right? So in mm -hmm. my music, I like to be very, very aggressive with my sexuality because I want people to know that it's, because, you know, I want to be that person for someone else that's like, hey, it's okay to feel these things and to, and to embrace your sexuality as a queer man, whether yeah. regardless of your race or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay to embrace your sexuality. So when they said queer sex icon, I'm already sexy in my videos and stuff like that. I said, let's do it. And then when they said sex work, of course, they made me nervous, but I still feel like even though I'm not like, having sex on camera, I'm still putting the work in because I'm actually telling people like, I'm doing it in a different way in my way. Right. It doesn't have to be me doing it in front of a camera and actually having the sex, but I'm telling you, it's okay to have the sex. Yeah. And it's okay to embrace yourself. And they use my, my music and porn around the world. So yeah. I'm <gasps> Do they really? Yeah, is that really true? <laughs> that Fuck is true. yes. Do you get money for that? Like, do they you get, know, do you get- it's okay. It's all uh, right. You better start getting coin for that. Listen, porno places. If you can't afford to pay them, don't be using it. But <laughs> I mean, right. it's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. <laughs> um, and, and that's kind of like my next question, because like, I mean, I do think that you're a sexual entertainer. Like, I do think mm -hmm. like, uh, like when I, when I watch what you produce, I'm like, you know, you're definitely trying to, to get a, a, a loin feeling from your audience. Um, but yes, not technically a sex worker. So yeah. uh, you were saying when you, when you got into the house, like what, it, it was just cool, right? Like there was no. Well, yeah, it's cool because I mean, we all, I mean, again, like we're, I don't do what they do. Uh -huh. But I'm very, very, I'm very, very embracing of my sexuality and everything like that. So like, we all watch porn. We all, you know what I mean? We all beat off. We all enjoy ourselves. You might watch it with your spouse. You might not watch it with your spouse. You know what I mean? It's, we all, it's a part of life. Sex is a part of life and it should be normalized. And some of my best friends are sex workers. So Did it's like- Did you see any of Cash's? I had, I had no idea who Cash was. Oh, honey, I, from the, from the, it, it had me Googling. I def, I definitely, I well, def I've seen them now. I've seen, I've them seen now. some of his work, and I, and I just have to. It's very good. 
He's very good. He's very good at what he does. Yes, I he mean, does. but that's got to be. I mean, but but this is kind of like what I um I like about the idea of this show is because yeah. there's sex in everything, including music, um mm-hmm. and. It's just such a diverse and eclectic group of individual humans. But answer me this, because Mm -hmm. how big was that fucking house really that they had to put you all in one room? I'm sorry, I'm (laughs) sorry. You know, when we were watching Slag Wars, we thought that was a house that you could have taken apart. We (laughs) we didn't know that it was actually a legit house. Um, But like, was was there enough room for you to have a, a room? No, it it was definitely enough room for us us all to have our own room. But honestly, I did you think, like well, that? I, mean, I think I I did. I oh. did because when I when they when they flew me, I'm not. Oh, you have I you have siblings, person. of course. You I have, have so many siblings. I guess I'm the middle child. I have I have an older uh, an older sister and a younger brother, and I'll tell you. Uh, we had our own rooms. The whole I was like, I like, we, I never wanted to be around him. I was just like right. thinking, I was like, oh my god, they're in bunk beds in the same room. But oh my the, god. honestly, I will tell you the truth. It really wasn't. You think it's bad, but it really wasn't because I will say this. I hope no one, none of my castmates are mad at me. By the end of a day of filming for sixteen hours, and we're now we're drunk, or, and, and whatever the case is, we're lit up. We're going to sleep. Good night. See you guys later. No, and no one's nowhere. <laughs> No one snored. Thank God, no one snored. That's no one snored. Amazing. No one snored. Oh well, well done. Now, now <laughs> let's talk about the show because we're gonna have some spoilers here, y'all. Hopefully, you are uh, subscribing to my Patreon and you're following the recap right. show. But um, you were the first to go home. Yes. Uh, well, not go home. That wasn't even a thing. You weren't even. You didn't even have to go home. Like you, you, you became a judge, which we'll talk about. But like in the first episode, the town or the the main challenge, the Inferno challenge, mm-hmm. was to um, do something to let the the uh, judges know who you were. Yeah. Now, Cash sang. Why didn't you rap? Why didn't you? Why? Why? Why did you? I didn't rap because I mean I'm, I like to dance, and it's so funny when you do TV stuff because I probably would have rapped if I could use. It's, it's crazy the way you can't put certain things on networks, certain beats. Whoever has like a percentage of this, you know what I mean. So it's like just pick a song, Got just it. pick a song and dance to it. You know what I mean? Because it's, it, 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 it was other technical things why I didn't rap. You know Got what I mean? It. One of my songs, but because even if you look at the the uh, finale. Um, I guess the finale um, episode, that wasn't even my beat. I had to use one that would be okay for TV. So it's like, Got when you're it. a musical artist, it's so many different loops you have to go through because so many people have a different, I guess, hold on a, a beat or instrument or whatever right. the case may be. But um, no, I didn't rap. I wanted to show them what I wanted to show them, which was, I think I think I, I thought too much about it. You know, when I knew, I knew what the challenge was. It was a little heady. I think it was a little heady. I think you got a little in your hand. And see, this is what where I want to, oh, I remember my pin. I remember one of my pins. Because this is what the moment where we found that you're adopted. And to find out how like, you know, strong your family unit is in real life, I kind of feel like that storyline was kind of just like brushed aside. And, and, um, and I felt bad for you. And now I don't Mm -hmm. feel bad for you. Like, I I, I had a great situation. And it was like, it was like, it was like, oh, I I feel, I feel bad for this guy. He didn't have a good adoption experience. Yeah. How it came across to me as a viewer. Yeah. Well, I just think that, you know, I didn't have, I did not have a good adoption experience, but I will say that that was in the moment. To anybody that's a, that that may be going through that right now or to any kids out there that may be going through that and feel like they're not enough, like just let life, you know, I, I guess play out because like I, if I wouldn't have been adopted, I would not have the best parents in the world that I have now. And my parents are my best friends. It's like them every day. They are my number one supporters and they're, they're even though they hate my music <laughs> because of how explicit it is, they're always like, wait a minute, but they are my number one supporters. But I, I will say, 
You know, I don't think it was brushed. Well, maybe it, I mean, you know, you're you you're the viewer, so if you think it was brushed, no, I want to know I more think. now. Like that's the thing. It yeah. was like I'm glad that we had this moment to sh so that we could learn that yeah, how strong your family unit is, even because like because the thing is is like and th and this is always a production note too because I understand that you know they're they're a young production company and uh as as a, I my 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 background is in directing, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, okay, theater, yeah. but I'm, but I'm very like into uh, viewing entertainment. And I'm like, I'm like, what, what a queer audience especially would have loved to have heard was, yeah. hi, I am, I am an explicit uh, rapper, MC, performer, dancer. Um, I was adopted, uh, but luckily I was adopted into a strong family, and I know that's my that's what I that, that's that's what my that's what exactly what you just said is exactly what I said. Yeah. Um, again, as, and as I know my bio mom. That's like that's like yeah. I mean, like that's like you know. Yeah, I, you live in. I mean, you live in LA, so you know how people can spend stuff, and you know they have their I guess reasonings for why they put to the forefront what they put to the forefront yeah, like that yeah that's exactly, a that's a story producer uh a story note. Producer yeah, yeah for sure for exactly sure for what sure. you just said exactly what i what i wanted to do what I, what I how i wanted to present it and see that's what i like um uh because because each one of you individually as characters on the show i have i was like oh i want to ask them questions oh no no, no i, mm -hmm. I want to i want to ask them questions and um i i do i don't necessarily get that that's why I like this show and I like its dynamic because it's like these are these are folks that mainstream wouldn't even think to talk to and exactly and the stories are so good like why wouldn't you it's 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 wild um so how has life been since doing hot house it's so funny because we did hot house months ago right so when it dropped by the time it dropped I think everyone was like okay well it's here now you know what i mean so i know i was wait so when did you when did you sh when did you shoot we shot last july okay last june, i mean yeah june june july of last year so i had done so much moved to new york performed done so much did it, so by the time that it came out i'm like okay cool so i i like promote it i watch it but i think that it doesn't click but it's funny because i'll be out like i'm out last night i'm i'll be on the train i've had people stop me on the train i've I've been out, like, you know, bar, drinking at the club, and they're like, I love you one hot house. I'm so mad. They want to talk about the entire, and I'm like this, oh, uh, I forgot I did a show. Yeah, what, is that, what does that feel like? Life. Especially in New York, what does that feel like? That's got to be, like, Well, it's crazy. Cute. It's, funny. It, it's really cute, because it's like, you know, like, at first, I, I would get pulled aside for my music and stuff like that, but now I, I automatically assume when someone wants to talk to me, it's about music, but recently, it's not been about music. You know what I mean? I might get some people about music, but recently it's like, no, I like you're a good artist, but I'm gonna talk about high house. How was it working with New York? How was she in person? Like, how is she? Is she easy to work with? I'm just like, wow, this what you guys want to know about? Like, that's crazy, but no, I love it. Well, um, I, I do want to know about like the uh, the non-elimination thing where you suddenly became a judge because um, I mean, I get it, I get it. I mean, look, I'm I'm a product of the 90s i'm in my 40s we were bullies i want yeah. people to go home you know what i mean i right, want right, i right, want right. i want people to go home i want competition i want people to go home um and i and i get uh what they're what they're doing what was that experience like then becoming a judge um the, becoming a judge was fun i said i said on the you know show like i should have been a judge in the first place i really didn't want to compete with anyone I really didn't. I, I really just wanted to be on TV. Honestly, I wanted to be <laughs> very strategically. I wanted to be on TV and I wanted to just widen my like people, the people that listen to me, like my reach and everything, like my range. And the fact that I became a judge was like, woo, <laughs> yes, double whammy. What you talking about? Like, I'm here now. So, yeah. Oh my God. You're like that. What was that drag queen, Magnolia Crawford or whatever on Drag Race? Who is, I'm just here for internet. I just want, I just yeah, want to get, I, I just want to get. Yeah. I know I'm here to increase my booking fee. And then it's like, exactly. it's like her career was over. <laughs> oh, well, mine's not over, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, listen, if it works, if you can manage it, I'll say do it. Um, yeah. So wait, you said that you have a new song um, that is going to come out on Friday, this Friday, which is going to be the 18th of yeah. March. Can you tell us about that? 
Yes, pressure. Pressure. Um, it's pressure. It's my new baby. It's also it's about intimacy. It's about not not so much more sex of my, my usual or what I'm always talking about, but now it's about more so. Intimacy. Are you a romantic seven? Are you are you? Intimate? You know, can you can you be can you be sweet? You know, I can be sweet. I can be romantic if I had the if it was the right situation, I could be. But um, you know, this song is about that. This song is about experiencing that with the person that you're with, just kind of like enjoying their time, but also the sex as well. So it's about that too. Yeah, I mean, it, it better be there, you know. Hopefully, yeah, it's, it's definitely there. It's definitely there. <laughs> well, listen, did you have fun on the Tony Soto show? Of course I did, Tony. Thank you so much. It was really, really nice to have a conversation with you. I do think that, like, I would have liked to have seen... Uh, I think they still should have made you do the challenges for some reason. Why not? Like you were. I'm glad they. I'm glad I wasn't able to because it's funny. Like I just said, like you said, whatever drag queen that was, like I didn't even bring any like costumes. Like they said, <laughs> they told us what you would need. They didn't tell us exactly what the what the, what the challenges were. They would tell us kind of like what to bring. All I brought was like clothes to like look good in. That's so crazy to say, but that's all. I, I was gonna say you did look really great. Uh, you know, <laughs> sitting on that judge's side every. <laughs> well, I didn't want to make a fucking fool of myself. <laughs> oh my god! Well, listen. Tell people where they can find you on social media. All right, social media. Uh, Instagram official seven deep. Seven deep is S E V N D E E P. Uh, Twitter's the seven deep. TikTok is just seven deep. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's, I mean, yeah, that's basically it. That's, that's everything. Basically it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although you didn't say Facebook, and I'm a, and thank you for it because yeah. uh, that's great. Well, look, I wish you all success. I think that you're very talented, you. and I enjoy what you're doing and what you're putting out. And I can't wait to listen to Pressure on uh, now. Is is it coming out as a music video or is it? No, it's just gonna come out with this song. I'm thinking about the video right where now. Where can we? Where will we? Where will we be able to listen to it? Everything. Oh, so I like Spotify, like Spotify. Apple, Amazon, Alexa. So subscribe to that too. So, so, so yeah, when you're going to, to my thing. iTunes page to subscribe and rate and like it, then go over to your iTunes or your Spotify and subscribe to 7 Deep and, yeah. uh, and be listening out for pressure on the 18th of March because- Absolutely. Uh, and get intimate because it's about intimacy. It's, even though it's hot, even though it's a hot girl summer, but we're going to figure it you out. You can still fuck to it, all right? Just yeah. a little softer. Um, uh, all right, guys. <laughs> if you like the Tony Soto Show, like I said, like I've been saying, and I will continue to say, Go to the iTunes page. Subscribe to the goddamn. Oh, see, look, there's an emergency happening right now. People are people are uh, in distress because you're right. not subscribing to my iTunes page. <laughs> right. So please subscribe to it. Leave a comment. Rate the show. Um, it really does help. If you like more of me also listen to the gay power half hour that is the podcast i do with my good judy casey lie every week anywhere podcasts are streamed i am the tony soto show on everything which is instagram twitter and venmo wink and uh i think i'm taking next week off guys um because i have to do another recap show for episode two of hot house and that turned out to be a lot of work for me uh, so, <laughs> until whenever we'll see you bye Thank you.